Our next guest for episode number three is going to be none other than my father. Some of you guys may think that that's cool or whatnot. Uh, some of you guys will think that is a shock because we really don't have an awesome relationship uh, or, you know, I guess one at all. Really, we, we really don't talk too often, but I did call him. He answered the phone and he was willing to do this podcast right away with no questions asked. He was down. So that's pretty what's up. It's going to be funny to ask some questions, you know, about my own body structure to his and, you know, what he thinks about sports and martial arts, life, love, being a parent, being a grandparent, health, fight with diabetes or whatnot. It's going to be interesting. So sit back, relax, and let's get into it. Episode number three. Let's go ahead on and call him. Call him up and tell him what you want. Calling up Dwight. So martial art is your area of expertise. When did you start your training? I started my training when I was five years old. I'm mean, 57 years old now. Mm. I have 52 years uh, behind me. Have you traveled to do any, like, research on, like, martial arts? Would you go anywhere to feel, you know, like, hey, man, I've arrived and I've been here, like, as far as, like, in life or with training? In life, I had a dream. I was going to China or Taiwan. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's, where my, that's where one of my teachers originated from. Other traveling somewhere to learn something, you know, usually it'd probably be California, where my, my uh, one of my teachers in California, James R. Culpepper, or C. Jow Culpepper, mm-hmm. is in California. But if I would learn, learn anything, yeah, I would love to go to Taiwan one day to visit my great-grandmaster from my, my teacher's side of Dr. Wu's. His teacher was Chung Dashan, mm-hmm. and I would love to go there and train with some of the people over there, too, in Suai Jow. Well, how and does the structure two sides, work? Two sides to me. I have C. Jow Culpepper. He's in California. Uh, he's a member of BKF, a Black Karate Federation. Mm-hmm. And uh, which is more or less like Kempo. I'm from Dr. Wu's side, uh, which is uh, more Sui Jiao, Northern Shaolin, Tai Chi Xing and Buckle, and Combat Sui Jiao. Mm-hmm. And uh, Master Chang is on Dr. Wu's side, mm-hmm. or Grandmaster Chang is on Dr. Wu's side. Mm-hmm. I'm like, I don't know anything about martial arts or whatnot. So, like, when people well, address you, what is your, I guess, rank? Under Grandmaster, or should I say, Xi Jiao Culpepper, mm-hmm. I have been promoted to a 10th degree black belt. Your 10th degree so black belt? Under him, under him, I'm I'm a Chi Tai Gong, a great grandmaster. Okay. Oh, oh wow. And under Dr. Wu side, I'm only a seventh degree black belt in combat Sui Jiao, Chi Ni and Tai Chi, and Shaolin as well. So you and, uh, you you are a force not to be messed with. It's in everybody's best interest <laughs> not to run up on you in a dark alley. Most of the people from BKF or the Black Karate Federation. Mm-hmm. We are known to be warriors. We're known for fighters. So see Jao Koper become uh, Jao T. Muhammad, or better known as Steve Muhammad, mm-hmm. uh, or Steve Sanders, shall I say. Uh, he, he was in Inner Dragon, him and Donnie Williams. Oh, wow. Actually, the most, uh, most of the BKF, uh, the old BKF was in Inner Dragon. Mm-hmm. And uh, Bruce, Bruce and uh, Mr. Sanders were really good friends. Mm-hmm. A lot of people won't admit this, but if you look at the fighting stance of BKF back then, mm-hmm. that's the same fighting stance Bruce Lee used. Oh, wow. And he liked a lot of stuff from Mr. Sanders, but like I said, a lot of people won't, won't believe that because who Bruce Lee is. Mm. Like the, uh, the stuff, you know, um, you know, he picked up a lot of stuff from everybody. And formed you know, his and own. To, to create what he got. Right. So a lot of stuff he got from Mr. Sanders. Wow. So, he He's the he's the Michael Jordan of what it is. Of the martial arts. He, to me, he is the Michael Jordan of the martial arts. Right. And uh, his hand speed is so, so fast you wouldn't believe. Mm. And then my teacher, my teacher's teacher, Culpepper, he's very fast, too. Uh, Mr. Sanders uh, gave him a nickname as his silverback. Mmm, gorilla. Uh, he's a force. 
Yeah, he's a force to reckon with. Oh, man. Yeah, he's something else. He be he, he be coming back to Lafayette and all. Oh, you like so you you be able to see him and everything. That's cool. Do you feel oh, yeah. like, do you feel like you uh, to be to be successful in your field? You have to be a good athlete. Yeah, you do have to be able to do something. You know, if you're gonna teach people what you got, mm-hmm. you gotta show them what you have. Right. And in the case, let's say a new person comes to school, AOD, they might want to learn from you just because who you are or who they heard about you and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then again, in some cases, some people want to see. What are you producing and stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Some of the best ways to see stuff like that, that saying showing off or anything like that, and let them see it's just your students. How are your students are reacting to things and stuff? What kind of speed and power are they putting out? Mm-hmm. What kind of torquing ability are they putting out? And what I mean by torquing mm-hmm. and power, mm-hmm. you know? Right. And stuff, so, you know, it's, it's a lot of things going there and stuff, you know. In some cases, you know, like I said, being physical, working, working out with your students, sometimes that's, that's impressive sometimes to see, see the teacher do it correct exactly and you make your decision do y'all want to go to this school or that school or i would like to learn from him and another guy too or whatever mm-hmm. that's almost like at a job if you're out on the line doing your job and then you see your supervisor come from behind the desk and come out you know on the machine it's like oh and they get in and work right with you that then that makes people feel more comfortable and trust you and they feel like you're real when you talked about torque and force and the hand speed, how do you feel your hand speed is? Is it where, say, when you were 20, 20 year old Dwight, do you feel like at 57, you're where you want it to be? Mm-hmm. My students want to be fast as I am. Right. You know, you know it's, it's just something that's down to earth, really. You know, it's like a, a parenthood. You know, you want to be better than your dad or your mom. Right. You know, and, and it goes on from there where the same thing into the martial arts. Well, I want to be faster than my teacher, but I know that ain't going to be possible because my teacher really fast. Mm. And his teacher is faster than him. Oh wow! And how? Uh, what is it? Is that muscle? Is that muscle memory that gets you to that point? Muscle memory, or yes, it is. Yes, muscle memory is very important. Uh, Constantly repeating a technique over and over and over and over becomes spontaneous to you. Mm. You know, if a person throw a punch at you, say you throw a slap block, Mm -hmm. uh, inside slap block, and you move them to a reverse punch. And uh, there's just muscle memory thing because you did so many times. It's, it gets you there. part of your body. Mm-hmm. See, there's five types of speed a lot of people don't know about. Mm. You have physical speed, natural speed, offensive, defensive speed, okay? Mm-hmm. And then you have, from there, from there, you have from offensive, defensive, you have power, okay? Mm. Each one is different. Right. Well, let's call it the natural speed, okay? That's the speed you already got, okay? okay? But you want to improve that, okay? Right, right. Okay, you want to prove, you want to build up on your speed more and more. That's more of your your physical speed, so say, power speed, okay? Mm-hmm. You're constantly training to get fast. Then you have your mental speed. Your mental speed is seeing what's in front of you. How do I do? Do I move left? Do I move right? Do I bob, weave, move mm-hmm. back, step in real quick, mm-hmm. cut him off, tie, you know? Then you have uh, your offensive, defensive speed, you know? Say, say a person is punching you, mm-hmm. okay? And all you're doing is blocking right now. I'm just saying that for like, you know, just for, uh, uh, just, just saying it. Right. Then all of a sudden you see the opening, then you go offensive. You take that opening, okay? Mm-hmm. You have now, you got your, you know, you know, work with your, your natural speed, where now you got a point down your natural speed, but you want to be faster, mm. okay? Now you're going to gears, mm. okay? The gears are, he's scared like he's in a car. Mm. First is not that fast, second is real faster, third is real, much faster. Mm. Real, you know, a lot of people don't, don't think that way, but most of the people from BKF do. Cause that's mm-hmm. what taught into us. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't think that way about doing anything and stuff. You know, they they, cause they go into one speed, and you know that one speed is not really you know what they want to be. at. They want to be faster. Mm-hmm. 
but you know, they can do things to make their hands faster or make their legs faster. Mm. You know, what do you recommend? And, and, well, it's uh, a lot of things you do to make yourself pass faster. Like say you're doing a punch drill. Okay, say if you do one one punch. Mm -hmm. This is up your left hand first. Two two punches, left and right. Mm -hmm. Three three punches, left right left. Mm -hmm. Ten punches, just keep going up to whatever ten. I would tell everybody to uh, just start doing five to work the muscle between the uh, between the uh, forearm and bicep. Mm -hmm. There's other things you can do, like you stand in the marble, a horse stand, and you do the same thing. One punch, jump to your left. Two punches, jump to your right. Mm. Again, I mean, jump to your left again. Right. Three punches, jump to your, le your left again. Four punches, jump to your left again. Then you'll just keep going like that until you complete 20. You know, it, your arm's going to hurt after a while, but mm -hmm. once again, you're working on that muscle right. to develop speed and stuff, okay? Push-up, I've got a lot to do with building up your arms, yeah. for speed and stuff, and... It's so much behind, I, I can tell you, but a lot of stuff you won't even understand on through the phone, I can show you. Mm. You know, I could talk about it, but you have to see it. To yeah, what I, I, I could visualize that, what you said, pretty good. I remember in eighth grade, I had, I, when you came over to my granny house one time, I was like, I just want to lift weights. And you were like, you're too young to lift weights. You're going to mess up your development or whatever, right? And so you're like, oh, get some milk jugs with water or not and lift those up. But I want, I was like, I want the V. I want the V in my arms. And you were like, that's not a V. That's like your triceps built in. And I'm like, oh, okay. It's like you're, you're trying to explain to me like muscles, like, okay, bicep, tricep, shoulders, you know, like delt. Breaking it down mm -hmm. to me. And then you told me, uh, that basically, almost like I guess you were going to pick up chopsticks with just your thumb, your forefinger, and your middle finger together. And you said basically to, like, just, like, pinch it together and, like, forcefully push it downward, my wrist. I don't know. You said it would develop my forearm or whatever. And then that would help with the, I guess, muscle memory of everything else. But it works. It works. You can't punch right if your wrist ain't got any power. Let right. alone. You your wrist yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So that was, that was one of my first lessons in, in muscle, uh, development that i remember mm -hmm. to this day and i appreciate that either or bruce lee or bruce leroy <laughs> bruce lee <laughs> show not for chuck norris <laughs> now you looking for a joke go ahead bruce leroy. <laughs> you got that bruce yeah. leroy was uh, the man artist, as an average martial artist he's really good <laughs> mm -hmm. he is really good yeah mm -hmm. timek is really Time good he's a really good martial artist Martial mm -hmm. artist. Mm -hmm. uh, that's why he showed him for that, that, that spot he played. Right. And he still looked but, good to this day. I'm just saying. You know? Uh, I said he still looks he's good. Doing himself, you know, uh, like I said, Bruce Lee, why? The party is playing. That's more of a, a joke thing. That movie was kind of, kind of uh, a comedy martial art. But it's it's, it's the, the cult martial classic. Artist, the real martial artist, he's very good. Yeah. He, he, he's a man. And he got, he got a nice little jerk curl back then, too. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> he did. He had a bad jerk. And he had, was that Vanity? Or the other lady, uh, Denise. It was Vanity. It was Vanity. Vanity. Uh, yeah, and Vanity was in there. I mean, come on. He won. Uh -huh. He was the real winner. <laughs> okay, Shonuff or Chuck Norris? As a teammate, I would take Chuck Norris. Chuck Norris? Over Shonuff? Yeah. wears Converse. Shonuff was the real martial artist. He was? Okay. No, he wasn't a real oh, he martial wasn't. artist. Oh, he wasn't. He, he was, was, he was, he was all what he did was just for the movie. Oh, okay. okay. Uh -huh. But Chuck is a man. Yeah, and he does it in Wranglers. Chuck is the man. True. Okay, Biggie or Tupac? I have to go with Tupac. I like Tupac. True. Biggie's always sound like to me, he had, he had like a whopper in his mouth too much. Oh, It was all I mean, a dream. Yeah, I just like the way Tupac brought it. Yeah, you know, his delivery. His delivery. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, 
Biggie was popular with him. That just didn't like his voice behind it. Talk, he had food in his mouth all the time. Mm, snicker juice, as my brother Jason calls it. Snicker juice, like when you, <laughs> when you, when you eat a Snickers and it take out all the saliva in your mouth. That's what you left with. That, that's what he called it. For the next one, Darth Vader or the green, uh, you know, the green little nasty thing from Ghostbusters. Oh, I had to go. I had to go. Uh, when you said Darth Vader? Yeah. I had to, I had to go with Darth Vader. What? That, that's really just cool, period. He's cool, man. Uh -huh. I love the way you carry yourself and yourself uh, That's it all the way. All the way, okay. Superman or Wolverine? Don't mess this one up. I had to go with Superman. <gasps> I, don't, I, don't think, I don't think Wolverine could handle uh, the stuff Superman could put out. What? Are you kidding me? Logan would tear up Clark Kent. We not gonna go uh, there. Are you tripping? Wolverine. Reason I say that. Okay, reason I say that. Okay. Superman's body is impregnable. Okay. But Wolverine's body was pregnable. Uh, he can rejuvenate. Right. Okay, now Superman didn't have to rejuvenate because you couldn't penetrate it. Uh. He only had one weakness, which was, uh, what was that, the green stuff? The, yeah, uh, uh, the, I can't even think, um, something might, I, something with the eye at the end. I can't remember. I can't. Kryptonite. 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 I knew it was an eye at the end. Yeah. Kryptonite. Yeah, Kryptonite. And, uh, but Wolverine, first of all, Wolverine is part of the X-Men. He is under Professor girl. Xavier. He appreciates structure. He loves he had you know uh what's her name is it jean gray who he he was in love with mm -hmm. he has right, the freaking now. things that can come out and slash and dash anyways the tank top and he was in the free he's been around for hundreds of years the man was in the freaking civil war come on <laughs> come on come on no, but, but just remember though remember okay he might been around back then but think about the only thing they had for weapons back then were what last shot and maybe a cannonball mm. Okay. Mm -hmm. Now Superman came in when he came in, they were throwing bombs at him, uh, cannons and stuff, you know, uh, didn't do nothing to him. The only thing that hurt him was Kryptonite. You know? And he was a corny. He was corny. He was corny though. Few people had that he on Earth. Mm -hmm. That's why I choose him, you know? Uh, I just don't know. I, he was a nerd. He spent 23 of his hours every day hiding, being a nerd with his little glasses at the news station tripping and yet logan is comfortable in his skin out in public smoking his cigar drinking his whiskey saving people who he wants to come on all day he's comfortable he is comfortable in his boots versus clark who is not he has to go hide change his clothes run out you know say fly with his little cape on logan doesn't need a cape wolverine doesn't need a cape come on come on over to this yeah. side come on True. Come on! Well, Logan didn't need a cake, but you gotta understand, Superman was hiding that identity because he didn't want to hurt nobody. Like, oh. no explaining anything, oh. just involved with him, just down him, just down him. Because she liked the guy who's got the glasses. That's why. Gambit. Cyclops. Uh, Cyclops, yeah. Cyclops. Yeah, Cyclops. Cyclops. That's who her boo was. Her boo was Cyclops. Plus, you know, she got worried about the school and all the other kids with special power. I'm not gonna debate with you on this. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm just not. Okay, okay. Ready for this one? Okay. Magneto or Charles Xavier? I'd probably go with Charles Xavier because he seemed like he had more control of himself than Magneto did. Right, right. You know, mm -mm. Magneto was a little high, he was a little high head. Yeah. And he thought about self. Ch Professor X is always about everybody else. Mm -hmm. And Ma Magneto's got some dope powers, though. 
I mean, that's, that's, I mean, you think about in the room that you're in now, if you just lift your hands up and all of the metal comes to you, but for <laughs> Professor X to just put that one little finger on his temple and he could read your mind, tell you what's going on, tell horses to stop, tell the children, mm -hmm. to, you know what I mean? That's powerful. Mm -hmm. That is powerful. Mm -hmm. and, he, and he's in a wheelchair. He's a handicapped superhero. Mm -hmm. There's not another one. There's not another one. Okay. You or my mom, who would win in a fight? <laughs> You or my mom? I wouldn't fight your mother for nothing in the world. She kick your ass. That's why. <laughs> she probably wouldn't fight because I, I probably end up blocking all her punches and stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah. You know, she probably well, she probably keep yeah, punching right. until she get tired. But she would. She, yeah, like she, <laughs> well, you know what? That's probably how I would beat her. I would wear her down. Mm -hmm. when she's huffing and puffing and something. I have my way. So I wouldn't hit her or nothing like that. Uh, you know, uh, much love for your mom and stuff, you know. <laughs> Even though we had our differences and stuff, you know. And I wouldn't hit it for nothing in the world. I would never. Uh, no, I'm done. I, nah, a man don't. A man don't. A man don't hit a woman. My queen at one time. I wouldn't destroy my queen like that. Mm, that that was Even deep. Even to this day, it wouldn't be that way. It, it couldn't be that way at all. Right? Maybe it'd be more like let's sit down and talk about like the old blues song. Mm. Yeah. He says, let's straighten it out. She will, if if push, she will handle. Yeah, she still got. Don't get it twisted. She will handle hers, but you know she she loves the Lord, <laughs> and you know, but she she ain't gonna be no soccer at the same time. I'm a natural kind of, I guess, strong chick. You know, do you think I get the muscular structure that is underneath all these fat like layers from my mother or from you? Probably for me. Do you say for me? I definitely see your legs came from me. Yeah. That mother got Jaybird legs. <laughs> she does. She does. And so do all her boys. They do. That is true. Yeah. They do got the little bitties. The little bitties. Okay. How important is being physically fit and active versus the sedentary lifestyle? You know, being physical fit, you have good things and bad things, okay? Mm -hmm. When a person, this is to everybody out there listening to this, mm -hmm. you know, especially martial artists, okay? I am a deacon in my church, and you need to get into the Word if you're going to get physically fit, because you need, you need the physical part and you need the spiritual part mm. to be whole and within the yin and yang. If you, some of the guys out there listening to this or hearing, mm -hmm. some of the monks used to meditate, okay? Mm. So there, that, there, no question is meditating on scripture or Buddhism or whatever, okay? Mm. So if you train hard, spiritual fit, mm -hmm. whether you believe in God, a Buddha, or whoever else, you know, but you should always try to balance the two out. Right. You know, God gave you the energy to lift weight, mm -hmm. to run. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you don't sit down and bend down or kneel, or however you want to say, because you don't have to kneel to praise him, but you need to respect, give him respect for doing that for you because he gave you the energy to do it where he could have took that away from you, you know? True. True. Like the old thing said, my church, you know, is ready to be seen and viewed. So what I mean mm. by that, mm -hmm. would you rather be in a car and have people come looking at you mm. or would you rather be walking around being seen mm -hmm. you know, that way, you know? Right. So, you know, it's, it's a combination of both, really. Mm -hmm. You know, you know, true enough, a lot of bodybuilders won't think that way, but really, God gave us the energy to do this, yep. okay? And physical fit is important because sometimes or somewhere in your life, you might need that physically fit to help you. Mm -hmm. You know, whether you're like, you have a stroke, you're not to bring yourself out of this Yeah, stroke that's what I was just about to say. It's nothing like being knocked down physically that makes you appreciate mm -hmm. everything. 
uh, around you and definitely spiritual. Because like I said, when my knee went and I, because when I broke that tibia, tore MCL, tore my ACL and I couldn't walk and I couldn't get to the toilet, off the toilet, in the shower. I couldn't roll over. Nothing like that. When you, when it's taken from you, your physical, something that you liked, especially like you said, if you are, if you really, because I, I like, I like weights. You know what I mean? I like that. I like basketball. I like, so physical activity, I like it. Like truly, it makes me happy. You know what I mean? Like it's it's uh-huh. it's the peace of mind. I like hearing uh-huh. weight slamming on the floor. You know what I mean? Like I like uh-huh. that. And when it's taken from you, you are like, what the? You know what I mean? Like what? What? And it, 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 it takes that sometimes for you it to be taken from you for you to appreciate it. Uh-huh. So that's true. That's so true. Yeah, like you said, having strokes. You know? So okay. So speaking of health with diabetes, when did you know you had it? Uh, probably about ten years ago. Mm. Maybe let me say under fifteen, okay? Oh. And uh, that that really changed my life around quite a bit because uh, what I mean by why it changed my life around because I don't do some of the things I used to do, okay? Mm-hmm. Some of the stuff like consistent training my hands to be stronger, like some some of the guys in the martial arts would call it iron palm training or hand training, build your strength up in your hands, make it stronger. Mm-hmm. I don't do that no more because. Now, when I be driving some time, coming from Chicago, I catch crap in my hand. I use medicines. I had medicines to do it. Mm. The stuff, you know, and uh, I trained in the rest and pound for a while just before you was born. And uh, I'm paying for all that stuff right now, you know. Um, mm. I'm not crippled or nothing like that, but I used to a certain time. You know, get real cold or something like that. I get a crap in my hand. I use it, so no. Mm. You know, I remember when I used to break bricks and stuff, you know, um, from that point, you know, even then, you know, whether you have did that job or iron palm medicine or whatever, I don't care what you're using out there. You might not say you're not going to pay for it, but trust me, you don't pay for it. It just takes a little while for it to happen. Mm-hmm. You, know, you have so much you have to watch out now for, you know. Mm-hmm. You might not, you know, you might eat a candy bar for the front of it, but trust me, that front of it might raise your sugar, mm. okay? Now, if you have low sugar, that's, I ain't going to say it's okay. It'll help you bring it up to normal area and stuff, you know, or if your sugar is running low, it'll help bring it up. A quick high, more or less, you say. But, you know, over time, you know, there's certain times that diabetes is really bad on you. You don't try to work again because you might lose a finger. Mm. You might lose a leg. You might lose a foot, you know. Mm. Uh, you might lose your life. Mm. You know, I had I had a friend die from diabetes and stuff, and uh, he just stopped taking his medicine, and he died from it. Oh, over a while, though, it took a long time, though. That's something you want to joke with. I mean, that, that interferes with your sex life. Mm-hmm. Uh, it can interfere with your, with your uh, should I say, your, your thoughts or your... Uh, your internal or your spiritual beliefs and stuff because it, it's, it's just so funny how that works. Your, your face, just say if, if your sugar got real low, mm-hmm. your, vision, your vision goes out, you might go blind. You can't read the Bible. Mm-hmm. You know, people don't know mm-hmm. what it feel like. When you, I lost my vision. You my, my, my sugar got up to 800, 800 plus mm-hmm. when, it, when it did happen. Mm-hmm. And stuff. Mm-hmm. But when I got it down, man, I felt so good that I could read again. Oh my God. You know? Doctor told me it was for doing all the stuff I'm doing. I should have been dead. Wow. You know, I should. I was a walking zombie. Mm. But you know, just telling people out there, you know, if you if you're thinking about this stuff and uh, being a diabetic, watch what you eat. Mm-hmm. That's all you gotta do. Watch. What, I'm not saying change change everything. Like one thing I used to love to eat was those rolls, those brown rolls you put in the oven. And yeah. Put butter brown and, and surf uh, or whatever they're called. And jelly on it. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I used to love eating you know, I mean, I would eat them just for the fun of it, baby. Mm. Mm. You know, and uh, cakes, pies, and stuff. But, you know, like I said, you got to watch what you're doing. 280 pounds, 290 close. That's with me, even lifting weights. So I'm pretty good size, if you remember. Mm-hmm. And um, 
But, like, I'm now down to 245. Just got to be careful what she's doing. Mm-hmm. Brother, he's 6'1". Dad was 6'2". And I believe my uncle was 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, six, mm-hmm. My grandfather was 6'3". Mm-hmm. Or should I say your great-grandfather? Right. Or your great-great-grandfather. No, so great-great. Great-great-grandfather. Yeah, great-great. Wow. And now, here I'm, I am, barely 5'5". Five, five. Five. Uh, you know, to just tell the truth, I'm the shortest one of the fosters. Wow. <laughs> That's crazy. And yeah, I'm 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 shocked. I'm shocked. I'm sure. I know my granny used to always be like, Oh, you gotta be tall, you gotta be tall, your dad too tall. Or everybody was like, Hey, you look just like Dwight. You you gotta be tall. You gotta be tall. Come on. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I, obviously them Williams kept me short. Now your height, you got that from your mama. Yeah. I tell you that. Yeah. You definitely got that from your mama. Yeah. Huh? She gotta be like what, five three, five four? Uh, she was right around there. I used to call her my little shorty. I used to tell her, come over here, put for my arm on your head. <laughs> <laughs> she is. So, and I, so, Jeanette. Jeanette. Well, how, how old is your mother doing? She doing pretty good. She's, uh, you know, she, she, uh, I talked to her earlier today before I was going to the gym. And uh, I was telling her about the podcast and everything. And I was like, I told her she has to do an episode. And I said, and I'm going to tell her I was going to call you today and see if you would do it. I, when After I talked to you, I was like, oh, he said he'll do it. She was like, that's good. <laughs> So uh, no problem. Yeah, no problem. That was cool. That was real cool. I had both my parents on uh <laughs> on my podcast. <laughs> when I drop it, you know. That that's that's pretty cool. Well as far as diabetes too, um, is it type one or type two that you uh, have? type two that takes a shot. Oh, and you take the insulin shot? Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Now I do. Before when I first when I first became a diabetic, I was taking pills. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know what happened. I had to start taking a shot. Mm. So, are you eating what's right? Or, like, what is it that yeah, has you... I'm trying. I'm tr- trying. Okay. I'm trying. You know, like, I'm, trying, I'm trying to eat right. Mm. You know, to the people out there, same thing. You know, you should try to eat right. It might be hard if you're a diabetic, but it mm-hmm. can be done. Do you, do you feel like you are where you want to be at in life? Uh, no. 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 I think everybody no. who I've asked so far says no. And I feel the same way. I don't feel like I'm where I want to be. I do on a personal level, but not a professional level, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I do understand that. You know? um, I'm happy. I'm contented and happy where I'm at. I feel I could be, I could do it better. Like, a lot of things I should have did while I didn't pursue no, no degree or nothing like that. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of things I should have did could make uh, you, you and my other kids' life better, okay, mm. than what it is right now. As being a parent, I definitely think I should have did better, for, not just for myself, but for y'all, too. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cause in, that, in, that, in that respect, I watched. I looked at my one of my teachers, Doctor Wu. How he sent all three of his kids to college, and all three of them are doctors. You know, you got the money to do things like that. And people say money don't talk. Yeah, yeah it does. Talking away, yeah, yeah. able to get you to, through things. Sometimes, you know, you don't you don't have to live as hard as you as we do right now. So you know, it does play a part. You know, and what you what your parents did mm-hmm. in life that can affect you too. Okay. Like I said, where I'm at, you know, you might be, uh, you know, you, you probably could have been a doctor if I already became a doctor. Okay. Mm-hmm. Brother, or my, uh, my older son, he could have been a doctor. Or uh, my daughter, you know, my, my baby girl, Gary, could have been a doctor. Some of our lawyers, some Darius could have been a lawyer or a doctor or something. It's uh, having, dealing with things we are dealing with now. You know, people say, no, no, that's not true. Cause some parents, well, some kids don't want to do what, do what their parents did, but I guarantee, once they see what their parents have achieved in life, they don't wish they did it. Um, I agree and I disagree because I feel like at the same time you want your own path and a lot of folks have your own path. Yeah, your own path can be alternate. Like my grandparents, when they were living, they wanted to send me to college. Mm -hmm. Now, I know I really went to college when my dad was living. 
Mm-hmm. That's tough because that's, that's what he, oh, he always said he wanted me to go to college. Now he would disagree with me on that. He's going to look at, well, yeah, I should have went to school. Going to college doesn't necessarily determine you being successful in your career. I got a four-year degree. It ain't doing too much nothing for me right now. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. I was more so proud that I graduated high school than I was when I got my bachelor's. And that's honest. I do understand that. One thing I never took got a chance to tell you. Mm. You and Tanky both graduated from college, and I was so proud of y'all because y'all did something I didn't do. Mm. Can graduate from college. Mm-hmm. You know, and to me, that's something. Okay, it might not be much to y'all, but it's something to me because I, I got some lessons say this, but I got bragging rights now. You know, right? I, Two I, of my I, kids graduated, from, so you know, I'm very that. happy with that. You know, and, and for y'all both to have a degree, I'm very happy. I might not be in the degree I want or in the field that you want to be in. Mm-hmm. I'm still happy that y'all graduated. You know, I still got bragging rights on that, you know, regardless of what. And um, mm-hmm. I'm just happy about it, to be honest with you. You know, it brings tears to my eyes when I think about it. Mm-hmm. You know? Because, mm-hmm. you know, to have somebody to do so, to go for, well, like I said, I went far past what I did. Mm-hmm. You know, I went to school, well, I went to college, I went three years, and I couldn't take no more. I couldn't take no more college. I, I mean, that was it. I didn't go for no degree or nothing. To be honest with you, I didn't have my mind set on what I really wanted to do besides teaching my, uh, my martial arts. That that was your, that's where your heart was. Well, that, that's good because a lot of people in life can't even say that that's something that they enjoy doing is what they wake up, breathe, do that they've been doing since they were a kid and not you know, financially rewarded off of it. It's something uh-huh. that they can meet people who are you know greater than them in that field and still be able to do it and then you pass them down because i see facebook and a lot of your students or whatever they they respect you you know what i mean and oh yeah like oh, yeah. you know that's a big yes, that's a big thing to be able to you know do that versus you know impact on them i didn't realize it was that it was that serious you know what i mean like i just knew it as you know whenever somebody would i guess i if it was like an adult or something and they would be like what's your name you 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 dwight's kid all right and then they back up a little bit you know what i mean like that the fear factor <laughs> like don't know i want to get the ass beat <laughs> or, or you know what i mean you got that angle for the from people older than me and then the younger people would be like hey y'all saw your dad uh he was at the door of some club uh like yeah he he swole and i'm like what for real that's nice did you tell him hi <laughs> you know something like that okay. i guess i guess i wish i if anything I guess I wish I would have been able to learn that aspect of it. You know what I mean? Being that that's stuff that I like. And I guess obviously it's it's something naturally that I like genetically in me, I guess. I don't know. I guess I should have hit the oldest one. That's something she wants uh-huh. to get into, and it's kind of like in my head, like, really? You really want to know it? Like, you know? Cause see, the thing is with that, even with you, you, probably, you got that in you from me, okay? Because mm-hmm. like I said, that's part of my life what I really love doing. Mm-hmm. Stuff. That kept me out of trouble and stuff, and a lot of other things, too. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I couldn't share this with you as much as I wanted to. I, I love to share this with all my kids, and let them share it with their kids and stuff. Mm-hmm. And what they can say, like I say, you know, hey, my grandfather handed this down to us and stuff, you know, and when I leave this world, they would have this, you know, mm. to, to fall back on just to park, you know. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's, it's, it, 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 I always dreamed of this being something like more like a family art that I got into with nobody really wanted to do it. And this is really my first time hearing you say you wanted to do it. Yeah. You know, you know, I made Wolf one time. I took him to Cloud Maze and go with me to class one time, but I could see in his eyes that he didn't really want to do it. Yeah, I remember Darius told me a story that you, you had yeah. both of them go, and he said he wasn't really feeling it. 
Huh? I said, I know Darius told me a story or something that you took uh, him and Wolfer to a class or something, yeah. and, and they both yeah. weren't really feeling it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, that's true, you know. And, you know, as much as I want to share it with them uh, to, to my kids, like, it's mm. like some preacher kids don't want to become uh, right. uh, involved in what their dad doing. Right. But some do. Some do. You know, that's a 50-50 feel, really, you know. Mm. You know, same thing with this. You got some kids want to do it. Like, you say, you want to do it, but I didn't know that. Mm. You know, the other kids, you got kids that don't want to do it and stuff, you know? Yeah. And so, I guess, with, with like you said, with the PK, a P, you know, if it's force-fed to them their whole life, they're probably not going to want it. You know what I mean? Because they've uh -huh. been, they've had to go to the sermons every day. You know what I mean? And they see their daddy in the study or their mom in the study always working on something for the church. But when they are in a corner somewhere else in the sanctuary and they respect the sermon they want to know the sermon but they can't really get to you know they too far right. in between too many deacons in between so they that uh -huh. the saint can't get to the preacher you know what i mean they still uh -huh. want to do it but it would have to take that pastor to say hey you i see something right, in you right. let me nurture right. it you know so that's kind of, I guess, and I guess if you, if you would have said to, like, hey, yo, look, you want to do it? I would have told you. Yeah. Uh, and I was a teacher too. I didn't know that. I really didn't know. Yeah. You know, I really thought your mind was on basketball. That's why it, they were. It was, it was, it was, it was definitely on basketball. Cause that's how I felt. If I focus on basketball, I can get the hell away from Rockford. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was my goal was to get the hell up out of there. Like, I even did a, um. In college, one of my favorite classes was uh, biomechanics, and uh -huh. for this, I did this whole analysis of the breakdown of a, a punch, and you know, basically uh -huh. how it comes from your trunk and the hips and all the rotation. I was watched a lot of um, because I like boxing. That's come from Jason force feeding me boxing my whole life, but. Uh -huh. Like, it's so similar, you know what I mean? Like, you can't, I don't think you could be a martial arts fan without being a boxer fan, or vice versa, because there's so many similarities, you know what I mean? It's so close, so similar. It's so, it is. So similar. Mm -hmm. Genetics plays a part. The ability, I guess, like you said, muscle memory to get it to where you can build that speed. I didn't realize speed was so much into it, like you said. It's interesting. I wish I could have um, got to see you do it. I guess in your prime. I wish I would know that when you were when you were younger mm. and stuff. But, I, but you know what? I never, you know, because you were talking about basketball so much. I, you know, I, I said I ain't gonna say nothing to about it. You know, I'm not gonna try pushing on it because I thought basketball what you wanted. You know, yeah. wow, that's really touching to hear now. Yeah. What is love? Love. Mm-hmm. Well, first of all, I'm going to say you love because it's a trust, first of all. Because if you don't trust that person, how can you love them? You know? True, true. And once you achieve that trust, you know, and it's broken, mm -hmm. and you have love for them, that's gone too. Well, I'm not going to say it's gone, but when the trust leaves, love ain't as strong as it was. Love can be many different ways. Like, you have different love for your daughter compared to what you have for Robert. Right. You know? You know, or what you have for me. It's got different loves, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um... A lot of people really they do understand that in so many ways. Then you have love for the Lord, you know. Mm -hmm. You love for whatever you're doing and stuff, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, whether it's playing golf or whatever, you know, you gotta have some kind of love for it. Mm -hmm. But love can be many different things, you know. If you talk about more spiritual love, that gets really deep because you have to really learn the Bible and know the Bible, mm -hmm. know the Lord, you know. Mm -hmm. If you talk about physical love towards the person that you you with, you know, mm -hmm. well. That's a different type of love there, you know, it's how you touch and feel each other and stuff, mm -hmm. react to each other, love for your kids, you know, like, you tell them, no, 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 I don't want you to go over here because 
that girl or that boy is trifling. Mm-hmm. He's nothing but trouble mm-hmm. and stuff, you know. Sometimes parents can feel stuff like that. I know my mom could, mm-hmm. you know. And, um, you know, mm-hmm. it, you got a lot of different love, mm-hmm. a lot of different types of love you can have, you know. You think love could hurt? So, well, if you talk about hurting them, we talk about we're going to more spiritual love. Well, not spiritual love, but physical love mm-hmm. in so many ways with the person you love or you've been with, okay? If you got a lot of years involved with them and stuff, or just a couple of years involved with them, and you have feelings for them like they had your child. I, I haven't loved, man, you got to be cold-hearted mm-hmm. so you don't love that person that had your child, mm-hmm. you know? Because uh, you got to look at it like this. One thing, she went through nine months carrying that baby. Mm-hmm. And carrying that baby ain't with it all that good all the time, especially when you had the baby, okay? Mm-hmm. And, you know, you can't say you don't have love, you know? Mm-hmm. And you can't say you don't have feelings. Yeah, you have feelings. It might, be, it might not be the love of your life where you want to settle down, get married to or something to, you know? But you should have love and respect for them. You know, you should have respect. That's really important mm-hmm. to hold that in there. But for the words, love. And stuff for your family, you know? Right. On that you really, look how you want to look at it, really. What is family? Family, to me, mm-hmm. well, from tiny end, building your kids up right. Like I said, I, I look at it like the woman should build the woman, the girl, and the man, the man should build the, build the boy. Mm-hmm. So what a man should do, what a man shouldn't do, mm-hmm. what makes a man, what makes a woman, you know? Not, I, like I said, that's why I would look at, look forward for the woman to show the, the girl how to be a woman. Because I, myself, I can't show you how to be a woman. You know, as well as doing the things you, you need to do, like going to work or like saying the martial arts or you run a school or something, you know, where you can't be at home 24, you know, I said 24 seven, but you know, a certain time limit. Mm. But the family, you know, that could be you know, with your mother and father. Family is important because I'm going to tell you, for myself, when my family wasn't there when I was in the hospital, I felt down. When my family stepped in, my cousin, mm. I was, my, I just felt my strength coming. Mm. You know, mm-hmm. you know, it was just, you know, it was just that when my kids came in, you know, I felt stronger when Derry showed up. I felt stronger and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, family is so important in a lot of things you do, regardless mm-hmm. of what, you know, whether it's in health mm-hmm. or just, you know, being around the house and stuff, you know, or just riding on the street, just chilling, see your daughter at the stop by your car and waving at you, you know, <laughs> or your son or whatever, you know, that's, mm-hmm. that, that's. That's so cool to me, you know, mm-hmm. to see my daughter or my son waving at me across the line. You were, who is this? Mm-hmm. Then you looked at me, you know, oh, that's my daughter. That's my daughter, okay? That's cool, that's cool. Mm-hmm. Or then when they had their kids, their grandkids and stuff, you know, I'm so happy with my grandkids. I'm like, baby grandmas. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, that? I've seen some ugly kids in my life, you know, <laughs> and all my grandkids. Yeah, I've seen some ugly kids. This one lady in Walmart, mm-hmm. she had a bad, I hope she, I hope she don't hear this. This <laughs> one lady in Walmart. Shoot, she has some kids in the basket like baby silverback gorillas. Oh, uh, not kids. Not gorillas. You know, God forgive me for saying that, but, you know, I'm proud to have all my kids mm. and my grandkids are good looking, you know? Yes. I'm so happy. This... God bless me with that, <laughs> you know? Ooh, you know, that... I am so happy. I am so happy, you know? Yeah. Scary little uh, Sonic the Hedgehogs. <laughs> right, right. Don't you let Hedgehog now? Yeah. <laughs> Awesome being a parent, you know, because you get to do things that, you know, 
that you wish you had or that you wish you didn't go through, you know, it's just you learn right, through. Right, like, right. like I got to you never got a chance to do. To do. Exactly. You know, you never got a chance to do. Absolutely. You know? Like I never ever said you know, like good morning, dad or daddy. You know, ain't like I never they right. never came out of my mouth. And they say well, it, you know, that's you awesome. Know, well, you know, you call me in the morning if you want to like so I leave out of work I'm too damn old for you that now. <laughs> You never, you never, you, yeah, hey, hey, you're never too old to say good morning, Dad. Uh, you know, or you're never too old to say, Daddy, I love you, or Daddy, I miss you, I can't wait to see you, or whatever. Mm. You're never too old to say that. I, mean, I say it to my stepfather all the time, you know. Mm. Don't tell me that wouldn't touch your heart. I mean, I mean, you know, you, you might walk away and say, Oh, yeah, right, okay. Oh, no. I'm then, a cold hearted summoner. I'm cold, man. I'm cold. I'm a cold chick. Mm. I, I can be dry. I can be very dry. <laughs> I mean,. I'm trying to get better, but God is working on me. God is working on me. I can say that much, uh -huh. you know, kind of just what we just said, you know, like being honest, we, we didn't have, you know, that awesomely tight knit father daughter bond, even for the listeners, maybe they went through it, but any advice for us, let alone those in similar situations, like you said, who that estranged kind of relationship to where maybe it could be a friendship, you know what I mean? Like, uh -huh how do you go forward when you know what I mean it really wasn't there how do you go forward well, years later can you go well, forward have your parents in the house or your parents real close to you whether you, you with your father or with your mother it can't make a difference on how well you come up okay if your parents put the golden line down look I want you to do this and that you do that mm -hmm. I want you in the house by six now when you get older true enough it's up to you to follow your parents guideline stuff okay mm -hmm. now yeah if you're in a place where you see it's good and you don't see him drinking or smoking and stuff mm -hmm. well that might encourage you not to drink and smoke too okay that might that's one point about making your life better okay if you got a parent in the house you see him smoking drinking well that's kind of telling you so that's cool to do see the true side though when you don't when you don't see your parents do it not saying you won't do it or you will do it but sometimes not seeing that it can't help you not to go deter to go that way sometimes so. i mean you know I, I, I didn't see them from both angles because what I grew up around, what I've witnessed people growing up around, and what I've arrested people in the past for how, and then you hear their life story of how it was, you know what I mean? So it's just, it got 50-50, 60-40, 60-40, 60-40, 60-40, uh, I, I would say 50-50, but I'm going to go with 60-40, 60-40. What is a friend? A friend? Mm -hmm. A friend is a person when you're in need, and he knows you're in need, he's there or she's there for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm not talking about a girlfriend or boyfriend or anything like right. that. I'm talking about a friend, friend. Right. Okay? Right. When you down, when you down and out, he's trying or she's trying to help bring you up. Mm -hmm. uh, the stuff for you hit the fan. They're right there at your side. Mm -hmm. You know, whether they're handing you money, they're not handing you money. Okay, but they help, they're there to help you. Mm -hmm. You can talk to them about stuff. They don't go back backstabbing you and stuff. You know. Mm -hmm. They try to encourage you to do better if, you, if they see you doing wrong. Well, like one of my friends, one day I need a ride to work, mm -hmm. and uh, Joe. He came out with Les Park to over to my house. I'm oh, like, wow. probably about 30 miles from him. Mm -hmm. oh, I might not be that far. far you know, he came all the way over here to pick me up and took me, took me to work. That's a friend. Yeah. That's a real good friend, you know? Mm -hmm. You know? And you can't say that for everybody in your life. Sometimes your friend, your friend when you got money, uh, just want to hang out, you know, have a place to rest of your, I ain't going to say rest of your head, but come over, you know? But a real friend, he's there or she's there for you. Mm-hmm. You know? You know, whether it's, whether it's consistent, you need help, they need help, real friends, they're through thick and thin. It's really hard to find them now, too. Very. Going out, they low on money or something. And you got, you know, you say, man, here, here, here's a couple of dollars to cover that, you mm -hmm. know? And they're not and expecting nothing to return. Exactly. You mm -hmm. don't ask for it back. You know, 
you know he's going to do the same for you someday, okay? Yeah. Really hard to come by. Amen to that. They sure are. What is life? Life? Uh, man, that's kind of a hard question to ask. Life, mm -hmm. okay? I have to learn how to be respectful to older adults, and even to younger ones, because I look at it, you don't show respect, respect you don't get respect, mm -hmm. okay? Trying to live your life the fullest you can, you know, um, doing the right things, you know, carrying yourself in the right way, you know, not out cussing, making a fool out of yourself at Walmart or any place out in public, taking care of business and stuff, you know, where a man or a woman should do, you know. Life, life is so, it's such a big, a big category. People need me, or, or my parents need me, or my brother need me, or my kids need me, you know. Mm -hmm. Try to be there. Mm -hmm. Trying to understand life is something you learn day by day. You learn how to make bad mistakes and you learn how to make good mistakes. Life, life, love, and friends all kind of, sort of, in a funny way, all interact. It's like the all flowing. Yeah, it's right. like, yeah, it's, it's like a river. Like it's said, like, a, it's like, yeah, it's like a river. It's like one part's a waterfall, one part is the little, the wave, one part is the, the, you know, the cliff of it, and one part is the mm -hmm. dang on river where it's just going. Like it all interacts together to make you. And now I have to go 50-50 with that because... 60-40. <laughs> okay, I'll go 60-40. I can argue with you, but... Uh -huh. Life, love, and friendship. Talk about learn. I'm still learning my own self, you know. You know, That's one thing I will say about life. You never done learning. Mm -hmm. You never done learning. That's why I learned so much about my own fool. You never done learning. Mm -hmm. And when you think you got it, guess what? You don't. More to learn. Mm -hmm. So go to your time capsule. Go out into your yard, dig up your time capsule. Tell me about. I heard that you used to wear a Bruce Lee yellow suit. Is it true? No, I didn't wear you. I had a black one. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> I, I had a Bruce Lee. Dion had a yellow and black one, and I had the black. I had the black one. What? I didn't used to wear it, you know, as a warm up. Mm. You know, I might have, I might have uh, uh, my 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 gee pants. Mm -hmm. Over it, mm. put my uniform over it. But yeah, but when I get done with class, I pull it off. I'm ready to go home. I mean, what know? kind of shoes would you wear Sometimes, with it? I just regular black and white Nikes. I cannot deal with you. Know, you. Um, mm. and, uh, you know, it's just it was just something comfortable to wear. That was the pre, okay, <laughs> or muscle shirt, all in one. Oh wow, everything. With that, well, my legs were big anyway. Mm -hmm. So I put it on. You know, it's kind of like a, a, a compress to my legs mm -hmm. and stuff. You know. You was flying. The little one where I have the uniform on. Mm -hmm. so, yeah, but yeah, I wore the black one. Dion wore, uh, he, he had the yellow and black. That's basically everything. We didn't touch bases on. Okay. And uh, you're going to be my episode number three. <laughs> um, <laughs> it was cool. It was cool. But thank you. That was fun okay, talking to, to the listeners in the future who will hear this. Like, comment, and subscribe. Tell us what you liked about this episode. Any questions for my father? Any questions for me? Appreciate you spending your time to listen to us.